Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast. This is Jake Albright, and I'm here with Daniel Pearson. We are back. It is Tuesday, January 12th, on our third episode of the Pop Culture Podcast, Daniel. Uh, yeah, this is our third one. I think maybe maybe like fourth if we're including our roughed one. <laughs> we do have we have an unreleased one. Probably <laughs> never will be heard. Never to be heard. But but so today's show we're gonna we're gonna start off with uh, we're gonna get into a couple movies and then we're gonna wrap up the show today with uh, a little music. Talk about what we are listening to right now and uh, just you know some thoughts about what's going on in music. Uh, but today, Dan. Anything you want to start off with? Anything on, on, on your mind? You know, if you want to give an, a, a third try at a State of a Union. Uh, what's, what's going on, Dan? What's, what's been happening? Uh, well, let's see. This past week, I have been watching definitely more news than movies and TV, um, unfortunately. So I guess there's that to be said. Um, but what I have been watching in terms of movies has definitely been pretty applicable to, I think, what what we are seeing in today's day and age and what we see in the news and what just crazy shit is happening in our world. And um, so today, yeah. I know we're gonna definitely cover two kind of futuristic, you could say, dystopian movies. Um, I mean, one's not really dystopian. One's not far off from what we're living in, but like one's pretty near future. One's pretty far future, but they right. interesting topics that are, like Dan said, becoming more prevalent every day. And uh, yeah, it's just stuff that is uh, we both thought was interesting to think about and talk about. Yeah, they both kind of have to do with like rise in technology and like just this growing influence of technology in our lives and like how that plays into how we all like make it work on this planet, you know, how we're affected by social media, how we're affected by what we see on the news, you know, like it all, it all plays together. And it all keeps adding up. And we, we honestly don't know the angle, but these movies are giving us some sort of, some sort of look into what the future might hold. Um, especially a movie called Upgrade. Uh, we'll get into that later. I think that'll be our second movie we'll talk about today. Yeah, uh, we can talk. We can talk Spree first. Well, let's talk about Spree first, uh, real quick before we get into Spree. I just wanted to say when you were talking about uh, last week and how you were t- watching the news, I we uh, we released a, a podcast on on Friday last week uh, that was supposed to be released on Wednesday, and so we recorded it actually on Tuesday. And that was before, that was a day before shit hit the fan. <laughs> and so if you listen to that podcast, which came out on Friday, I know this is confusing, but it was recorded on Tuesday. We obviously don't talk about what happened because we don't know that that's happening. And, uh, but I still feel like our conversation is good. I feel like that what we talk about and it, it, it can be interesting to compare those two and, and hear us talk about 
our feelings before the riots. Um, no, right. And plus that episode we released. What happened, and then see what happened after. Cause episode two was all about, you know, the year in review. So I, it was honestly really appropriate. I mean, and then the year just got worse. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did record it before the riot. So like, keep that in mind. Like, if we say anything that's kind of awkward or I don't know. <laughs> so we had no so much. We had no idea of so what much changed in one day. Yeah, um, anarchy was about to happen. Yeah, we, we just had no idea. Uh, silly little us. But so that's that. Um, so. Pretty much, uh, that happened last week. Um, you know, we, I mean, if you heard last week's podcast, you know how we feel about all this stuff. Uh, you know what side we're on. And seeing those riots, <laughs> I mean, there's two sides here. It's pretty obvious. You're, you're either you're either on the good side or the bad side. I'm sorry to say. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I just we can. Just uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you're on the good side of things. You're but, a good guy. If right. you. Are friends with us you're a good guy so i mean yes um i've made that clear <laughs> um so anyway hey. the the rioters and the protests happened and we saw all that and uh, obviously dan and i talked about it a lot we weren't we didn't record a podcast we didn't put anything out there about it but if you have any thoughts um daniel i'd love to hear them um any anything you wanted to say if you were you know whatever before we get into to movies, which probably, you know, they, I mean, they definitely are not as important and feel a little stupid compared to the real life stuff. No, yeah. I mean, the stuff movies we're going to talk about after are going to seem like kind of irrelevant. But I mean, it was definitely, I'd like to say I was surprised and not surprised, you know, like. I mean, like, when you look I, at the evidence, you could, you could, right. It's when you look, when you look at, recent history when you look at trump's record he, tweeted, he had shirts made yeah and it was it was disgusting it was it was honestly really repulsive to like know that well to know that I, I, try to, to try and wrap your head around this idea that like the leader of our country is a like a huge supporter of this just anarchist behavior that's like he's the reason we it's it started i mean he yeah but it's like country. it's his own country like it's just so it's so hard to wrap your head around that he's oh, for sure a proponent for an uprising against his own government like it's like and it's so funny because everyone's like oh like trump's trump is this this and this because he's not uh he's not a politician, you know, like, oh, like, he's a businessman, like, that's what everyone, even four years ago, that's what people were saying, like, yeah, it's because he's not a politician, like, drain the swamp, right, and it's like, is this what he meant by drain the swamp, like, could we have seen this happening four years ago, like, who knows, I mean, like, seen this coming four years ago, like, it's like, it's just crazy to think that he was our president, and that he, hey, I woke up this morning, though, that the they're voting tonight in the house oh they're voting tonight on impeachment to i guess to get pence to do it right yeah well oh for the amendment or for i think no i think they're voting so that would go to the senate and then 
if it's tied in the Senate, but the Senate is so fucked up right now. What the fuck is going on in the Senate? Like, do we have control yet? No, we have to wait, right? Right, yeah. Because I don't think Warnock, I, but it was a runoff. So maybe he's automatically in if it's a runoff. I honestly don't really know how it works. I just want him to not be able to ever be qualified to run again. Um, oh, I have bad news about that one, too. So if you guys have seen, there's been a bunch of stuff uh, coming out about how if Trump gets impeached, he can not run again in 2024. And I've, all, I've seen some stuff on the contrary now saying that that is not true. So what? I don't think that's true. Um, but I'm looking that up right now. Yes, I please please fact check me if you're at home. Please fact check me. Um, if Trump is impeached, can he run? Yeah, I mean everything says that it's not the In, impeachment alone would not ban Trump from a 2024 presidential run. Fact checking. Uh. Yeah, I mean, Washington Post. Uh, do you want me to send you the article? It just, everything just says the Senate would have to hold an additional vote <laughs> to ban him from presidency. Oh, well, exactly, exactly. So that's why the articles are saying impeachment alone. Like, because if they just straight impeach him, they would right. have to do more. But also, would the Senate do that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but maybe since we have it says it says here's like the route we need after two-thirds of senators present votes to remove trump a simple majority of senators then have to present to approve an additional vote to bar him from presidency in the future Hmm. Hmm. so yeah basically you know just saying like we got to get him out of office and then we got to say okay now we got to keep him out of office which makes it makes sense who knows but it doesn't. It doesn't matter. There's way, way worse out there than Donald Trump, aka Josh Hawley, aka Tom Cotton, um, aka Mitch McConnell, who's also dead now. Um, so- see ya. See ya. You did. You did ask me going back to uh, one thing. I definitely came out of the past week with and after the whole riots was, you know, Twitter banned him. And that, big Twitter that I think is something we should, should be talked about and why, why that is so big and why that definitely, well, it's three years why that definitely should have happened a lot sooner and why, like, I mean, this brings up a whole conversation about how much power like social media has in our day and age and how, like, well, have you heard about Parler? No, what's that? So there's this app um, going around since Twitter and Facebook have been um, like restricting, you know, speech and uh, which is totally great and fine because they're private people. They're private companies. They can do whatever the fuck they want. If you if they don't like what you post, they're a private company. They can take it down. If you had a private company, you would say the same thing. Okay. This is not a a publicly owned uh, government company. Okay. So amendment and the constitution does not apply to Twitter. So whenever Trump says that, just please do not fucking listen to him. Okay. <laughs> it just does not apply. Um, but anyway, I think it's awesome. I think it's three years too late, two years, three years too late, like you said. Um, but I think the biggest thing is that Trump 
I think this just is like a straight ego blow. Like I, I think that's what they're doing it for. Oh yeah. Oh, um, definitely. I think they're just. I mean, I guess I think that either either there's two things here that I have in my head that this happened. One is Jack. I forget his last name, but everyone fucking calls him Jack. He's a goddamn weirdo. The guy that runs Twitter, um, bearded Jack. Uh, he uh, couldn't, couldn't tell you. I think he hates Trump and. Okay. I think he's just trying to make Trump mad, like Zuckerberg. I think all of them just turned on Trump. And then the other thing is, here's what you have to think about, Dan. The Democrats control everything now. They control the House, the Senate, and the presidency. Right. So all of these people who for the last four years have been sucking off Republicans to try to get money and tax breaks and new laws and all this stuff – are like, now going to be Twitter now have to completely switch sides, right? Sucking <laughs> off uh, Democrats to keep playing the game, which they're going to do because that's what happens. They just, you know, whoever's in control, they need money from. Exactly. Um, and so it's, oh, I, I, that's that also is what you know is happening is is these these social media companies are like, yeah, he lost, he's done. So why are we supporting him? Like we need to go, we need to go be friends with Biden now so we can get his money. That is disgusting when you actually think about that the fact that they literally they probably knew they were like mm, yeah we probably should ban trump but i mean he's definitely like the number one trend on twitter for four years straight so let's oh, not i ban. mean he's the let's reason. not ban him like let's let's wait until he becomes so dangerous and then conveniently that was also when he wasn't going to be president in two weeks so like then they were like okay now we'll ban him it's yeah. actually really it kind of makes me sick and I think, I don't know about you, I think that's a perfect segue into how social media also makes you equally sick. So Dan is going to give a little background. We warned you last week that we were going to watch Spree and we were going to ruin it. So Dan right now is going to give you a little summary, a little Daniel summary of spree i'll, I'll give you i'll give you 60 seconds dan 60 you get a minute right. here's dan's minute review of spree so basically there's this kid kid i'd say early 20s he's he's supposed to be like the stereotypical millennial you know he's he's a try hard he's he's very attentive to like his image on social media and it's He's this basically podcast, it's this podcast's favorite actor, Joe Keery. Yes, yes, we we definitely highlighted him last week. But if you haven't heard, Joe Keery's a star He's from Stranger Things. Um, he's basically this millennial turned madman from trying to get famous on social media, and he's like doing all this crazy shit to like get views and get likes. And basically, it's like if murder was like a lot less frowned upon and if like it attracted a lot of viewership he is drawn to just getting his name out there and he's going to do anything that takes and he goes on like these killing sprees and it's crazy like how how real he makes it feel because you're like you get this crazy point of view throughout the entire movie, like with all the camera work and everything. It's a very like, don't fuck with cats vibe. <laughs> I've never seen that. I refuse to watch that. But 
it's very like you get sometimes two screens at once that you're looking at. You're looking at, you know, like the first person POV of watching Joe Kiri, you know, go through his like sprees, which is like an Uber service basically. And you're watching him drive around. And then you're also watching like the live stream on the phone, which is him like live streaming himself, trying to get views, like doing this crazy shit. And so you're watching people's reactions and you're also watching him reacting to those people reacting. So it's like this like constant like back and the forth. Full, of, they're trying to show the full social media like circle of fuckery. <laughs> yeah, that's literally it. And, and they hit it on the nail. It's very, it's very well done. Um, I mean, it's not very well done, but it's a mm-hmm. great concept. It's, it's a great not concept. very well done. Like yeah, the movie well, itself. I take, I take that back. I really the movie that. itself is actually like, like you should watch it. I'd say, like, I'm not trying to shit this on it too movie, much, but it's this is it's a movie a, where you watch it more for the concept. Exactly. And it's more just like an interesting watch. Um, yeah. I probably am not going to watch it again. Like, probably yeah. not something I would, I would sit down and rewatch. Um. It's just a movie that's interesting, especially for the times we're in. Uh, you know, Joe Curie's a good actor, so at least there's one one star in there. And uh, you know, like like we said, I, we like we both liked what they did with with the social media aspect of it. Um, like I, the show in the circle of fuckery, just mm-hmm. how you would murder someone and post it. Every uh, another thing, um, I don't know if you mentioned this, when he would post the murders, um, especially to start, everyone thought they were fake. Um, right everyone thought they were like they thought they were just acting yeah yeah no one took him seriously um so that just made him keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it because no one took him seriously he wasn't getting followers like he wanted um and so that also showed like how what what do we believe and that's also you know don't don't fuck with cats um which was real but it's also like what what do we believe if we see a video like what's we're in we're in a time now with cgi and and special effects and editing where we we it's impossible to tell it's pretty much impossible to tell um unless you really dig and watch the video over and over again mm-hmm. if it's real or fake or cgi or acting or staged or whatever so and spree definitely like the movie did yeah um, they punctuate on that because i mean they're showing you like this movie gets gruesome like you gotta it does get a little they got to prepare yourself and they definitely play into that with the whole like what you see like whether you believe what you see on tv or not or on social media like that you know we're always heard you can't believe everything you see and so people watching this are like nah this is fake and you're watching it and you're like nah this is real and it's like (laughs) exactly (laughs) and uh, it's you know it I, there's there's not much else I could say to be honest here. It's, it's the, an I mean, interesting concept. It's yeah, the premise is the premise is cool. I will say I liked some of the cool camera work and how like you know they walk you through like him setting up all his cameras in his car and like how you got those different point of views of watching like his victims kind of. It it is it, the way they do it is interesting. Um, I don't know if you. I'm blanking on the name right now. I could look it up, but. Um, there was a horror movie that came out. I know I'm, this is probably like one of three horror movies. I'm sorry, Tay, when you listen to this. This is one of three horror movies I've seen, and it's absolutely god-awful. But it came out a couple of years ago. and um, it, uh, Did it remind you of it? Or? Yeah, it reminded me of it in, in the way they did it. Because this, this movie, oh, it was called Unfriended. Um, 
That sounds like an awful movie. Just awful. Um, but <laughs> just awful. Just awful movie. And it was a horror movie, so I just hated it so much. But the concept was interesting. It was all pretty much on like FaceTime and Zoom and like through phones and stuff. And like they would show just like the screen recording of the phone. And that's pretty much how they did the uh, That looks horrible. That's like, okay, Spree plays into that whole, like, showing the phone interface, but it does not do it constantly. Like, Yeah, no, I mean, it, it wasn't good, and, and honestly, they didn't execute it very well, and it just, it wasn't a good movie. But very, not very, but it was an interesting concept, and um, we've definitely started to see that more. Uh, plus, it was a little ahead of its time with, you know, the, because this is definitely, I think we're going to be seeing more movies centered around like zoom calls and and phone calls and stuff and <laughs> jeez like, i hope not i hope not but please I, no we've talked about it before i don't know what else they can do i mean it's it's gonna be anime it's gonna be a lot of anime some some zoom call movies and i mean it i i actually um i i was gonna bring this up a little later but i just read an article earlier about um everything that marvel is trying to do um, with their cinematic universe, uh, I, you've probably heard Daniel, but Marvel is is uh, you know, whatever they want to call it, Phase fucking four. They're you know after Endgame, they're on their. New I lost track stage. of that. Um, so they're on their new stage, and with that, they're focusing more on TV shows, um, which is pretty exciting to me. They are uh, they merge the MCU TV show um, like studios and the movie mm-hmm. studios, and so they're gonna be releasing uh, like three or four TV shows this year on Disney Plus, and then okay. they're also gonna be releasing like three or four movies, and then I guess all of the movies and TV shows are gonna connect, and the characters are gonna come together. Are they new characters? Yeah, here I'll I actually will read you. So we're done. Um, we're Avengers Endgame, right? Like that shit's over. So Endgame is over. And so they're okay. going to start. New episodes are actually coming out on Friday on Disney Plus. First two episodes of WandaVision. Um, a limited series. What? Of- it's on Wanda? Yeah. And it borrows elements from sitcoms of television's past and focuses on the MCU's resident telepath and her deceased paprika enthusiast robot boyfriend. Uh, so that seems interesting. It's going to be kind of like an older show. I'm very, I'm very interested. It's, there's a Dude. lot of interesting stuff, man. Um, Wanda was the most underrated, like, Avenger, for sure. Yeah, no. Wanda, What's she called? The Witch or something? Yeah, The Witch. And then, so after that, we're going to get The Falcon and The Winter Soldier, which should be good. Um, oh, okay. TV show. And then the Black Widow is coming out in right. theaters, and then they delayed that one, I think. Uh, Disney Plus series Loki, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings is coming out in theaters. Eternals, um, Hawkeye, and Miss Marvel. So if you guys are big, uh, you know, Marvel fans, comic book fans, there's they're going to be adding so many new characters. I mean, some of these characters I've never even heard of. So so they are still though kind of continuing with Avengers. They're continuing with Avengers, and so the last thing I was going to say is they're going to start adding in Avengers, especially in 2022, but for now, they want to focus on these new characters like, uh, you know, like Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, who have been there, but not, like, focused on um, Wanda, like we talked about. Uh, uh, There's going to be another Miss Marvel movie. 
which people really didn't like the first one, but I, I did. I watched I it again. I didn't even see it. You Brie Larson? Know. Brie Larson, right? Yeah, I mean, Brie Larson's awesome. She's a star. And uh, I, I just, I thought it was a good movie. I think people didn't like it because it was a woman lead, I guess. Um, I don't know. I never saw it. I, I can't even say anything on it. I also, I want to, I'm not too big of a I'm movie. excited for Black Widow, though, I will say. Scarlett Johansson all the way. Yep. I am. That can't fail. Uh, no, they literally, they would have to, they would have to give her a man's body for that to fail. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. So I think with that, <laughs> we're going to move on to. That's actually kind of a segue to upgrade. Am I right? <laughs> I, I, uh, am i wrong am i wrong look at it that way <laughs> tell us what upgrade is jake tell us about the movie okay, upgrade okay okay so our next movie second movie we're going to review is called upgrade um i will be i guess it's my turn to give the 60 second review um yes go so upgrade 60. upgrade it was you're gonna have to help me here because i'm it was like three days ago you know how much <laughs> okay okay um basically but, kind yeah, of near okay, future. So, okay so this guy and his wife are driving in a car um an automated car like automated car so it's, this is the movie that's in the way for you. so it's probably like 50 75 years in the future a lot of different technology a lot of like advanced stuff so you kind of got to get used to it um they don't do too good of a job of like explaining what's going on so you kind of got to just like you know watch and and get used to it as the movie's going um, and understand going into it that it's not, this isn't like normal life. This is definitely a, a different type of world. Um, but so to start, they're, they're, in a, they're in an automated car, kind of like a Tesla looking thing. And uh, it's driving down the road and the, sh- the, the GPS or whatever, the computer system like starts freaking out, bugging out. And uh, the car just crashes. Um, yeah, I like glitches. Glitches out, like, and the car crashes. Like it starts going like 100 miles an hour, like won't stop. Crashes. He like severs his spine, and he uh, he buckles in his wife though. He yeah, he saves his wife. All this like movie stuff saves. Yeah, his super wife. dramatic. Uh, super dramatic. His wife, you know, survives. He like severs his spine, but these guys come, uh, and they kill his wife, and they take him, and so they take him, and they give him this new technology. And uh, it's called STEM. Yep. It's called STEM. And so it's this little like nano like technology little bug thing that they put in his body. And it kind of is just like a computer system with a brain that can like control your body. And so it's really interesting. This is where we're going to talk about a lot about the concepts of this movie because we really yeah what they did and and what they talk about. Um, And once again, this movie is not, you know, it's not a classic. It's not great, but just specifically the concept and the uh and the way they do it and the ideas behind it are really interesting it is i mean there's definitely more to be talked about in terms of like it's film work definitely than spree. no it's, it's definitely like, way better than spree um, it had definitely better than spree and there's some good action scenes crazy good action scenes yeah very good action scenes but i was so- just surprised this movie it came out in 2018 and I literally never heard of it. Like, yeah, I hadn't either. Um, do you know what it did in box office? Yeah, I actually did just look that up. 
it did really well because it it came from only five million budget. So it started and then, five million, and then they made almost eighteen worldwide. So like five million. I mean, when you watch this movie, guys, like you're not you're not thinking this is a five million dollar movie. You're like this is like a blockbuster. You're like, how have I not seen this? <laughs> like it's so weird. That's how I felt when I watched it. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing you could say was like the actors in it and like actors. The like, act, yeah, the acting too, was too big. I mean, it's not bad. It's just they're not too big in names. Um, so yeah, like, yeah. don't get your expectations up for that part of it. There's definitely some um, cringy one-liners, but I mean, yeah, cringy one-liners. The the villain is a little. We both didn't didn't like what they did. With yeah, them. I wasn't convinced. But I mean, that wasn't the point. The point was that you're focusing on STEM, and they definitely yep. made you focus on STEM. He's okay. So, he's so the real main quick, villain. Real quick. Um. So STEM is this computer system. He has like a voice, and it's like basically it's like an inner monologue to this yeah, guy. Yeah, it's kind of like Jarvis vibes from yeah, Iron it's Man. Like, it's like Jarvis from Iron Man. Like he can talk to him, but he can only talk to him himself. And like he just like the stem is able to like analyze and tell him what to do in a situation or what he needs to like just anything really. Yeah. And then also the stem controls his body, so it allows him to walk um, after he was paralyzed. He was paralyzed from like the head he down. He gets like superpowers from the computer and the computer can just like take over his body and just like beat the shit out of anyone because it's a computer. So it knows exactly what to do. Um, and it's an interesting concept because like when you think about it, like your mind controls everything. So if you are able to just release your mind and not think about that or, or train your mind, train your body and then release your mind, you are able to do a lot more. Um, right. Everyone said that you only use a very small percent of your brain power. Um, so this is basically just like saying if you had a computer as a brain, what would happen? Um, yeah. Uh, talking about how kind of that transition, they really played with it um, when you switch between when STEM has control and when, um, oh my God, what's his name? Oh, I forget his name, but we'll just call it like the, per the guy, the guy who, has stem um yeah the guy who here i'm looking it up right it's now. it's a it's a good it, they have like dialogue and they talk to each other yeah it's it's, i was just gonna um, say his name's aaron but yeah, i was aaron. just gonna say when when they are transitioning from when stem has control they totally change up the like how they're filming the scene which is super cool because it's like an action scene right and it's like he's like all right now i need stem to come in because i need like to beat the shit out of all these people I kind of got some Deadpool vibes. And, yep, yep, no, definitely Deadpool vibes. And then, like, when he's like, all right, Stem, come in. Stem, like, comes in, and then all of a sudden, like, the camera, like, jolts, and you're, like, following, like, like, you're following Aaron around, like, as if you're, like, this gimbal that's just, like, moving 360-degree angles. Like, when he, like, leans back, like, you don't just like pivot with him. Like you tilt, lean and pivot. Like it's crazy. Like it feels like you're in, like it's kind of stuff that you've only seen in video games, I want to say, but like, For I sure. don't want to say it's like that because that might make you not want to see it. But it's like, they do it in a way where you can follow it like a movie, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's super, it's no, fun. I hear you on that. It's crazy. Um, it, it's beyond crazy. Uh, so that was, but but no, yeah i mean that and the, the action scenes like you said were just really really well done i mean really uh, well choreographed the the villains had um so the reason the movie was called upgrade is because there's certain people in this society that have been given 
not stem exactly, but pretty much a computer system like right. um, in their body. So like their their arms have like computers in it, and like their it's I mean it's kind of gross uh, to watch and it's a gory movie, but it is. You know, if you just kind of think about the concept, it is interesting. Um, like they have like guns in their arms and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an interesting thing to think about. And so these people consider themselves upgraded. They think they're they're better than everyone else because they can kill anyone at any second, but they choose not to. Right, because they got the implant. Like, and so what ends up happening is Aaron, Errol, Errol, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. I think basically just goes full John Wick. Um, they they killed his wife after the car accident, and he just goes full John Wick. He just yeah. just starts looking for anyone and everyone with the help of STEM, uh, you know, whoever. Um, this and- is like this is like after he goes through like you know like depression and like yep. He's like, this is hopeless. Like, I'm literally paralyzed. I can't do anything. Like, it shows, like, his frustration. Um, definitely interesting how they, like, cover, how they talk about what it's like to be disabled and stuff. And definitely, actually, some dark humor. I wanted to say, like, disclaimer. We definitely don't need to talk about any of it. But there's some dark humor, I'd say. No, there is some dark if humor. You're in, if you're into dark humor, it's good. But it gets kind of awkward. <laughs> at times yeah it yeah. does and you know like i said a little deadpoolish um yeah like i mean if i i i i find that stuff you know humorous so it was it was no i, I do too i do too. there was funny moments there was good action scenes and uh definitely toward the end of the movie it made it made you think because um, right what ends up happening so what ends up happening and this is a big part of the movie that i yeah it's it, all about the upgrade like no well well here here dan you're forgetting this part i know you're forgetting this part so he gets this stem from a a crazy mad scientist and um you know the guy puts it into him for free and says here's like my creation this is the only one in the world mm-hmm. you're pretty much like my human experiment and so the guy the doctor can track um where the stem is he can turn it off if he wants to he can basically control the stem so the stem can't get too powerful right what ends up happening is aaron starts to go find all these people and the stem understands that these people are trying to kill him and aaron understands that these people are trying to kill him and they both want to kill these people and so what ends up happening is the stem and aaron work together to disable um the computer from the doctor so basically it's like a whole crazy scene and aaron is able to disconnect he finds he finds his hacker basically yeah finds that's hilarious she's so funny she that that scene is great she she has some good dialogue and and, yeah that's a good (laughs) she she rose him for like addressing addressing her as like not non non non-binary and it's really it's so funny she's so funny about it like you'll laugh (laughs) um so he's able to disconnect the the computer system from the doctor so the doctor can't turn it off he can't track it um so basically the computer is on its own now and And he's thinking this is good and as you guys are you know i can piece together here the computer starts to get a mind of its own. It starts to get more powerful. It starts to take mm-hmm. over Aaron yeah. um, because Aaron just can't control this thing. Awful stuff. And, um, so as Aaron's going and killing all these people, the computer's getting more powerful, getting a mind of its own. And this is where the movie goes. And this is where 
I didn't know how it was going to end. And in the last 13 minutes, 12 minutes, it really, really does a great job of wrapping everything up and showing what the movie is about. Yeah. That's, um, you know, I, I think, I think I want to talk about this because, you know, if you guys, okay, here, we're going to spoil the end of the movie right now. So if you guys have listened to this point and you want to watch the movie, you think it sounds good, pause this, stop it, go watch the movie. You can come back and listen to us talk about it. Um, yeah, we definitely didn't spoil it too much. We didn't like. spoil it too much until now, but yeah. after this point, we are going to talk about the end of the movie. We're going to talk about what happened. And honestly, it's, it's, it's worth watching the movie, unless you just like spoilers or don't feel like you're going to watch this movie. Um, it's worth watching it because the ending does a really good job of bringing everything together and showcasing just like their their purpose like the message of the movie yeah um, and so what, what do you what do you talk about the ending here let's just say his eyes his eyes go dark you just see his eyes go Light, lights on no one's home lights on no one is home aaron's gone and it's full full stem And so they definitely have no, they do not hold back in letting us know the the creators of the movie, letting us know that like we're headed down this path of always getting that next upgrade, always just getting the next new advanced technology. And like, we're going to keep advancing until, until we put it in our skin and until we're literally like oh like a computer ourselves yeah like oh my god this is so convenient having this voice in my head like oh my god this is so nice and then we're like all obsessed with the convenience and the ease of it kind of they i think they preview that whole idea at the very beginning with the car and how that crashes you know like that that went wrong they they trusted the car like and then it went all wiry on them and do you remember his dialogue in the car too about how he hates like machines and how he doesn't want to trust them? Right. And like, and he, he said some line about how machines can't play football or something. Yeah. Remember that? He's like, he's like, yeah, something humans can do just so like, so it was, it was clear that they were trying to show that he, he was a character who did not believe in machines too much. Right. Even though he was creating them, he didn't he didn't believe in fully becoming automated right um, until this until kick he actually was this um, restarted so his it life was, it was kind of a pretty obvious like foreshadow it but was. at the same time it, it was it was good it was creative it was i liked what they did um because they just made it you know he wasn't a machine he was against machines even though he was building these machines and then he became one and he had to learn how to deal with it and learn how to live with it and eventually it took him over um, yeah. so to just sum up the end of the movie real quick uh he let's see he kills everyone pretty much and goes to the doctor because he finds out that the doctor is the one that set this whole thing up so he could the doctor basically wanted to use this man earl aaron as his human test like rat and so he had this whole car crash set up and uh, this is what Aaron finds out. And so Aaron goes to confront the doctor, shows up at the doctor's office, and he finds out that STEM is the one that did all of this. That STEM is the one that crashed the car. STEM is the one that had Aaron get those people 
to kill his wife and get him into the place and get mm-hmm. him to get him the stem in his body. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening in the final speeches, stem takes over everything and he just goes, this was my plan all along. I'm, I'm taking you guys over. He kills everyone. Um, this is not a happy ending. This is a very, one of the very rare movies where nothing good happens at the end of it. Just there's nothing you can take out of it. That's like, Oh, that was cool. That was fun. That was, <laughs> Um, no, what you take out of it is that's scary because that's our future. Yes, this is like, a very real, like, depressing. Okay. It's just a real view of what this director thinks the future is going to be. Right. Um, I, dude, he's not. He's not far off. Like, no, he's really not far off. Um, this is something I feel like literally, even looking back 10 years ago, like when cell phones are getting popular. I remember my parents being like, oh, watch next. They're going to have this like wearing technology. And then look, the Apple watch came out. And then my mom was like, watch next. They're going to like have it put something like behind our ear. Like literally it's going to be. And Elon Musk is doing that right now. He's He's doing it right now. What is like music implants? Like I don't even get that. Um, But so we, you know, uh, we've actually done a pretty good job of talking about this whole movie and, and, you know, breaking it down. And, And we've talked about different types of movies that we've, felt like um they you know they try to go after a little deadpool um Mm -hmm. a little i said it um you know there's some other movies in there oh Um, i forgot to and so the last thing i want to talk about is go daniel i'm scared that i'm scared the only reason is i'm scared that it's gonna be the same thing i was about to say no i know it's not because i know it's something we completely forgot because you were bringing up movies we were comparing it to and I forgot to mention, um, I don't know if anyone's seen Arrival, but it has some like Arrival vibes to it in terms of like the the cinematography and like the design, like super futuristic, super like the sound design is super like deep brooding music, you know, like it's like, it's one of those future movies where it's like, okay, like shit's about to like get real because you know, like. I don't know. They do a great job of like setting setting the scene. I think with the whole design right, of the movie. That's a Danny Danny recommendation. If you <laughs> if you like spree or not spree, if you like Upgrade, then check out Arrival. Yes. If you like Arrival, check out Upgrade as well. If you like Arrival, check out Upgrade. Vice versa. Sorry um, to cut you off. What were you? Oh no, no no no. That was that was excellent, Dan. That was. I was just scared that, like I said, you were gonna talk i'm glad i didn't take the words out of your mouth you didn't you didn't you good what i was gonna say is this movie especially at the end and a little bit with the hacker and stuff um they play with like dreaming and uh you know the movie i compared it to was inception uh just because that's probably the most popular movie that deals with this topic um but i'm sure there's other movies that talk about it too but just a real inception type um movie where they talk about you know being able to dream being able to go into a place where um i'm i'm the i'm forgetting is there a word for this dan like lucid dreaming or like where you're where you're in a dream and you think it's real and that's where you live um i guess would be it's not inception um i mean lucid dreaming is like kind of so basically, the action especially of at that. the end, what ends up happening is STEM, when we were saying lights out, no one's home, STEM takes over Aaron's brain. And STEM just basically breaks Aaron. So Aaron just goes into a dream state for the rest of his life. Like right. his brain is just in a dream state 
and the computer is controlling everything else. Um, so his, like, it just literally says his brain is broken. He has like gone to a better place. And so he, uh, highlight game. highlight the better place because they definitely play into like the dream state and how there's like how that's like a different place of peace that you can go to and like exactly. it's like did Aaron want to go there like he was miserable like and it's yeah I mean it's so and we had this conversation after the movie and you know I've, I've had this conversation with Inception and stuff it's just dreaming as a whole is is very interesting to think about because when you're in a dream um you know that feels so real so is that is that something that is real and and if you want to flip it around on its head are dreams real and this life is not real or are we always dreaming because this is you know this is our mental perception of the world and so it's just everything that we our mind makes up is what we see our mind makes up what what we feel and hear so are we just always dreaming? Um, and it's yeah. really a, a brain fuck. What's uh, the difference between reality and exactly and dreams? And why why do we feel like we have more control over our our? Dreams? They talk about that in the movie too. Don't it's almost like it's almost like they make you feel like you have more control over your dreams and your reality, right? Isn't there a couple line or like a dialogue about that about how like dreams are so good or? Like dreams are always. Good. I'm kind of. I'm kind of getting confused between the movie and our conversation yesterday. I am too. I am too. That's <laughs> why it's like. Um, I think it might have been the movie, but we were talking about how, and we talked about it after. Um, no, I don't even know. I'm. This is. Help me out, Dan. I, need I mean, to tap in. I mean, it definitely made you think about this idea of when, like, you're dreaming, like you're you're just at so much more peace, you know? And when oh, you, yes, yes. So when you, you have, you, your dream. right, lucid dreaming. Yes, which you kind of disagreed with, but I, okay, so yes, here we go. So <laughs> dream, you are all alone, right? It is just your mind creating everything. So this is why I said, I said this, I said this yesterday, I remember, is I feel like dreams are good and what you want they can be bad but dreams are mostly good and and happy because it's just you you know there's no interruption there's no other person with needs and wants trying to stop mm-hmm. your dream or trying to or get, literally just getting in the middle of it interfering right. so when you're dreaming and you're sleeping you are literally just you your thoughts your wants your needs in your own head and so that's why that's what i was going to say is is that i feel like that's why dreaming is so good and 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 people well it's like yeah and it's kind of like how they did it in upgrade it was like they talk about you know like whether you're connecting to people um in your dream or whether it's like you completely become wiped you know like you become voidless void a void whatever you know like they showed at the end when his eyes goes dark it's like now he's in the dream, but it's like, does he feel anything? Like, like, like STEM's taken over and like STEM is the algorithm where he knows everything works, you know, like STEM is supposed to be perfect. So it's like. It's a little confusing. Yeah. It, 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 it definitely warps. It definitely twists your mind around, but I personally love movies that twist your mind. So. Yes, I do too. So, 
I don't know. Any other thoughts about upgrade? I, I, I mean, we, we've, we've talked a lot about it actually. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a great concept. Uh, let's just, I mean, acting. Okay. So I'll just say acting. What do you, I average five out of 10. Four out of 10. Four out of 10. Yeah. A little bit below yeah. average. I, the I, only reason I personally I, like the lead actor, but Daniel wasn't a huge fan. No, the lead actor was not the best, but he was also not as, he wasn't like, you know, he was tolerable because the, yeah. movie was so, the movie was so good. He was a tolerable person to look at and he was really hot. So that worked too. It also, it could have been a movie. It's definitely one of those movies where if it got, if, if it got a bigger director, bigger cast, it could have been something huge. Um, no, I thought about that. That was like the first thing I told my roommate, Hey, when we finished watching it, I was like, imagine if that movie would have been like put in different hands or like they got a bigger budget or it got picked up by a different studio and like they got an a-list cast and like i don't know i don't know it seems like a movie like that should have and like maybe down the road i don't know because i definitely feel like you could have gotten someone oh 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 boom you know please tell me, please tell me you're not gambling i'm <laughs> I'm not gambling. You know who would have been very, very good in this movie? Oh, my gosh. And you just see it the second you see the lead actor. This is honestly too easy. Like, maybe it's just too easy. But this is Tom Hardy. Like, this is a Tom Hardy movie. Oh, my God. He kind of looks like Tom Hardy. He, he looks like th- this is a Tom Hardy movie. Like, if you put Tom Hardy in this movie and give it a good direct. like even How much you want to bet they probably. Tom Hardy in this movie and it'd be so good. God, they probably wanted him. I guarantee they wanted him. They, I mean, there's, there's some, there's definitely some scenes where he looks exactly like Tom Hardy. Oh um, my God, you're right. He's like the, yeah, definitely the toned down version of Tom Hardy. He's, he's, he's this is, uh, yeah, this is very crazy that I just realized this, but uh, yeah, no, he is, he is poor man's Tom Hardy. He's <laughs> poor man's Tom Hardy. Whatever you want to call it, but yeah, no, he looks exactly like Tom Hardy. He's just not. <laughs> he's not. No, he's Tom Hardy's really unsuccessful younger brother. <laughs> but no one knows or, his or, name. Or older. <laughs> or older. Yeah, honestly, probably older. <laughs> um, shout out to Tom Hardy. Great actor. Great actor. Uh, but God, that movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that movie would have been so good. You got to tell your roommate about this. After. That Tom movie with Tom Hardy in it. Yeah, I'm going to tell Tay. She's going to be like... Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know if she's a big Tom Hardy fan. Oh, no. She is a big Tom Hardy I don't fan. Know, Dude, we're, we're all huge Mad Max fans. Like, come on. Oh, yes. Yes. We might have to do a, a episode on, on... Mad Max. Fury Road. Because that's ah. just... Should we watch that for next week? Should we, should we stick on this dark dystopian future genre? Hmm. <laughs> We could, um, or maybe we'll switch it up. Comes to mind. Have you ever seen uh, V for Vendetta? I have not. I want to. <laughs> that might be one of my favorite movies. I mean, that's up there for me. That's just that's really? a movie I definitely put in the in the great like all time category. Um, really? Yeah. I just I the 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 character, the mask, the how iconic it is. The way, like, and, and just the dialogue. It's the, di- I mean, I'm, I'm a dialogue nerd. So the dialogue for me and, and the stuff that especially V says, um, 
is just so it's so good it's so good and and the way they look at the world and it's literally i don't know if you know this dan but basically the whole story is it's this world in the future where a, a, a pandemic hit and this movie was made 15 years ago uh <laughs> a global virus hit the world um, oh that's crazy and so london is in a bubble they basically bubbled london so no one we no wish. one can leave London and no one like no one can get in London. No one can leave London. There's mm-hmm. like every like and this is what they did for every major city. But basically it's based in London. So there's all these, you know, people are bubbled in London. They're trapped in there. And it's basically just like a dictatorship. Like there's these people running the government. And, like they're just like these crazy, like creepy people. Boris Johnson's dream. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And like there's like this state media that like controls everything. And so it really is just like it looking at it, you know, it's, it's very, um, I watched it over the summer when, when a lot of the stuff was happening with our government and, and the riots and everything or the protests. Um, I really watched it. I watched it and uh, it's very, it's very, very um, succinct to, to the times, um, especially our government, how, how our government is handling things. Can, and it's, it's literally exactly like that. They're, they're kind well, of how about, how about we watch it? Because, you know, by the time we're recording next week, um, we will have gone through inauguration. No, it'll be the day before inauguration. Which, so it'll be around the time, you know, change. Like, No, you're right. You're right. Yep. No, we can, we can watch it. Uh, yeah, I think let's watch, watch V for Vendetta. Yeah, that should be our, our movie for next week. Um, Maybe we'll watch like some some new TV show everyone's watching too. Oh, you know what I think we should watch? Cause, cause, okay, yep, yep. This is an executive decision. Um, we're watching Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, we're watching Ted Lasso. Uh, this show is this podcast has been very depressing over the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about politics and and you know the future and and technology and computer systems overrunning humans and very depressing so we need we need some happy times we need ted lasso in our life all right i'm reading on it i'm down let's do I've it heard absolutely nothing but good things i've heard it's one of the most feel good best shows like i've heard it's on like parks and rec level is how good it is people um, love this show people, people are saying love 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 this show every single person no matter the age gender anyone anyone likes this show all right uh so we're 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 gonna be happy we're gonna laugh we're gonna well we'll be having some laughs for next week for ted lasso it's on apple tv yep apple tv small time football coach is hired to coach a professional soccer team in england despite having no experience and the coach is jason sudeikis so it is he looks like a funny motherfucker you don't know you please tell me you know who jason sudeikis is oh danny oh danny no we have to cut this part out dude what is no we don't have to cut this part out we have to freaking talk to you can we can we get a guest appearance from tay in here to just freaking beat you up no she's not here for talking about golly dan really you've never seen horrible bosses where the millers uh he was on saturday night live 
it's like so many movies. I have not seen Jesus, a horrible bosses. Like, look this dude up. I'm looking at his shit. No, I haven't seen Angry Birds. He was in 30 Rock, Semi Pro. See, these are all things I have not seen. He's one of the funniest actors. Like, he's so funny. Like, this dude. I hope I hope the people listening to this podcast right now are just are are as mad at Daniel as I am. Because oh, here's Tay. Know about Jason Sudeikis's. Oh my god. Woo! Hey. I didn't Woo! say I was a film student, did I? <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna broaden his horizons. We're gonna introduce Daniel. I'm sorry, please please forgive me, people. Jason Sudeikis. I'm sure I'm sure I'll love him. You're I just gonna love I him. will say, I will say to defend myself, I have not seen like that many comedies just in general, you know. You know who like, Olivia Wilde is? Just in general, I don't know comedians. I don't know. Also, you've never seen horrible bosses? Like never. I've never seen horrible bosses. Damn. Sam, 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 Sam just said it so good. Yeah, so so Dan's roommate is is here. Can you can you pull Sam over real quick? We need, we need Sam. I don't know where he is. He he left, but yeah, he said horrible bosses is good. Dan, yeah, we gotta we gotta wrap this up, bro. This episode is way too long. Honestly, we'll probably have cut it by now. We just need an outro now. No, we don't. Jake, it's been over an hour. We can't do this. They want Dan. Give the people what they want. I don't think this is what the people want. They, they want Taylor Swift now. No, we'll save Taylor Swift for next episode. Oh man, we'll save music for next episode. Um, I think I think we had a pretty good episode. You know, it was kind of unified around the topic of this scary direction we're going with the technology in the future but i think it was definitely definitely good i think good content um you know there's gonna be there's gonna be some new stuff in, in every episode we're gonna we're gonna be adding new music um new editing tricks uh, i'm getting better every day at editing uh, and, and coming up, we're going to have interviews on both the pop culture podcast and the, uh, the Jake Albright podcast. Um, so I'm really excited about that. We'll have, we'll have a couple different people on here, uh, athletes, regular, regular film, film students. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm we'll be getting, getting some different perspectives here soon for sure. Very different perspectives. I know you guys are, you know tired of hearing our our voices so thanks for thanks for tuning in to our third episode though i think yes third episode pretty stoked for how it's going yes yes please keep listening please subscribe um as bad as that sounds you know just <laughs> just do it just do it click that click that little button you know i mean you might as well just be honest with it and just be a a also, honestly, speaking of honesty, reach out if this is complete garbage and you hate it. <laughs> uh, no, that's that's getting cut. You're you're getting cut. This isn't garbage. <laughs> no, okay. Let me revise that. Garbage. Also, reach out if reach out if you, you have like any questions or comments about the show. If you have suggestions for 
for TV shows or movies you would like us to watch or talk about, um, please yeah. do. Please do. Uh, if you have suggestions about how we talk, uh, we don't really care. Um, so yeah, honestly, tell us how we look based on our voice. <laughs> Dan, Dan and I are at an odds here, so <laughs> I'm going crazy. I we're at, we're at I'm at an down for too long. Um, I need a chop. <laughs> You need to chop it up. <laughs> chop up some tomatoes for my salad. All right, let's get some music. <laughs> in and uh, shout out to. Have a good Wednesday, everyone. Yeah, I hope it's sunny. Wednesday. I hope it's sunny where you are. It's sunny where I am. Shout out to our new producer, oh, Callan no, Bates. New producer. Yeah, ooh, we got a new producer. Ooh. What's his name? What's his name? Alan made this. Here's a little sample. My blog. editing session uh, I feel like we do these every time uh, just wanna if you're still with us uh, say thank you for joining us uh, thought this was a really really good episode with Daniel uh, I really love this beat made by Callan my friend Callan Turner he goes to uh, NAU uh, really talented producer he's, he's just starting out so uh, make sure to check him out uh, I'll give his stuff in the, in the description below and uh yeah man this is one of his beats we're gonna be showcasing beats you know pretty much every episode a bunch of different ways commercials intro outro um so yeah man, i'm excited i'm excited to work with him uh help him out and hopefully he'll help me out so you know that's what i'm looking for forward to and uh once again thank you for listening to the episode make sure to tune in on Friday, we're going to have an interview with uh, college basketball player Johnny Radford. Uh, talk about his season. He's been playing really well for College of Idaho. Uh, so, yeah, super exciting stuff coming up. Go to the uptakepodcast.com. Check out the Jake Albright podcast, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast. And last time, the uptakepodcast.com. Let it run, Callan.